0: Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can
1: download this podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music.
0: I'm your host, Meredith, from That's Inappropriate.
1: And I'm your host, Tiffany, from Juggling the Jenkins.
0: This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between.
1: Please remember, we are not professionals at anything you may actually need.
0: So any advice we give you, you can take it. Or leave it, because it might be crap. It's probably crap. So welcome to take it or leave it. (laughs) So yeah. So welcome to take it or leave it. I figured we'd start the show each week with a mom fail moment Mm. because I don't know about you, Tiff, but I have, I don't know, a bajillion. Mm -hmm. So I thought we'll just take turns, right? This will be my week. Okay. And then you could have next week. Great. And then so on and so forth. And it's as scheduled. As scheduled, as scheduled. Perfect. Right. Okay. So mom fails happen. And I'm going to go back a few years to one that uh, (laughs) I still can't believe I did, but I I was kind of like I had gone too far. So there was no turning around. (laughs) So I was yelling all morning for the kids to get into the car and to get on their shoes. And my youngest has sensory issues. He's autistic and he hates wearing shoes. He hates wearing underwear. He hates wearing clothing. He would, he just wants to be a nudist, right? So I'm screaming at him to get on his shoes, get on your shoes, get on your shoes, get on your shoes. So I I finally just said, all right, to the car, we get in the car, we get all the way to drop off at the daycare. I open up the car and the child has no shoes on. He got himself in, he got himself buckled. I never looked at his feet and I took him to daycare with no shoes. So then I'm, I I realized that I'm already here. So I've committed to the fact that I'm here and I've already told him that he was going to in fact go to school, whether he had (laughs) shoes on or not. So I walked him in and I dropped him off and I said, I'm sorry, but I have to go. And I left him with no shoes. No, I did it. Is that legal? Probably not. But, but I left him there with no shoes, and I and I (laughs) spoke to the owner of the daycare, and I said, "Listen, I said here's here's what happened." But I feel like I need to commit, and I have to show him that I'm serious. And so it comes to find out, she sent one of the workers down the street to Walmart, and they bought him flip flops, and that's what he wore that day (laughs) at the daycare. I committed. I'm. I respect that. What
1: was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to drive home? They're probably still talking about you, though, just <laughs> so you know.
0: I do. Well, of course they are. Who does that? Who drops their kid off to school with no shoes and then just says, "I'm sorry, but I'm this is what we're doing today." Literally nobody. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I did, and that's okay. But, I, I think it's great. But but that's but what do you what do you I don't know. To me, that was just like it. It is what it is. All <laughs> right. So um, you know, I, I think it's nice that that mom fails happen and we can share them.
1: Yeah. yeah, because um none of us are perfect and chances are most of us are messing up. So the more of us that talk about it the better we'll feel when we do it.
0: Right. And I think anybody who says they're perfect is a liebagger. <laughs> I think they're full on liebaggers if you ask me. I don't think I, I just don't think that that's there's any truth in that. We're all liars. Yes. And we all fail.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know if we're all liars, but I mean,
0: I mean <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. I know
1: what you mean. No, none, I, none of us
0: are perfect, right? Or and and so if you if you claim to be perfect, that I think is it's it's not just an awful lie to tell, but it's not good for you either, right? Because you shouldn't have to feel like you have to be perfect.
1: Exactly. Right. Agreed. So
0: so let's start the show. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. All
1: right. I have a joke for you.
0: <laughs> okay, I really can't wait to hear this. It's an amazing joke. Okay. All right. How do you fix
1: a broken pumpkin? I don't know. A pumpkin patch.
0: (laughs) No, no, no! That's terrible. (laughs) That's That's awful. That's absolutely terrible. Who gave you that joke?
1: Um, your husband.
0: Ah, Technically. technically. There you go. So, so now we know. Um, and here's the thing. I love puns. And I love terrible jokes, but my son loves them even more. So they circulate in our home frequently. We are internet joke grabbers, just so you know. (laughs) I'm ready. So we're going to talk a little bit uh, in this segment about trending news, parenting news, trending things that are happening. And then we'll take some callers. But I wanted to get your take on something that came out this week. Okay. Okay. So a school in Georgia Mm -hmm. has reinstituted paddling. As a form of corporal punishment for their students, okay. So get this, right. So there are still 19 states in the U.S. who have paddling on the books. What? 19 in the U.S. In the U.S. What? That say they can paddle your st- if if you give permission to do so. So here's the thing: this school in Georgia sent out a letter to the parents. 33 percent of the parents signed and agreed yes paddle my child are you serious so yeah so what do you think i'm
1: shocked that that many people signed it to be honest with you i'm shocked really yeah
0: i okay
1: i don't know it makes me feel like a fiery rage for some reason to think (laughs) about somebody other than me paddling my kid when i'm not there But I'm also a helicopter mom, and I like to be in control of every single thing that ever happens to my child. But I feel like that's extreme. What are the ages? What group of kids?
0: Oh, this was a a middle school. Uh, but But here's the thing, okay? They were very descriptive with how it was that they were going to paddle your child. And in this letter, they stated that your child, you know, after the infraction took place, would be walked into the principal's office. The door would shut. The child would get onto all fours, hold the back of a chair Mm-mm. to receive their three wax. How do you feel about I that? I feel
1: a fiery rage.
0: <laughs> I can't, I can't,
1: I cannot imagine it.
0: Uh, well, it's happening. No, it
1: is. I'm so surprised. I'm truly surprised. I, and I'm surprised that so many parents would be like, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I mean, I'm not judging. Well, never
0: to each their own. And of course, they start this article from CNN talking about if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. Right. But does that take place in school is the question. And some parents absolutely say, yes, go ahead. My kid did X, Y and Z. Now, here's the other option you had. You could be called and come in. And you could stand in the office while, while your child got paddled if you wanted the school to be the one to, to deliver the discipline. Or you could just say, no, you're not touching my kid. I'll take care of it. I'll deal with it on my own. I'll deal with it at home. So, uh, you know, I don't know. But it was a, we talked about this on Wednesday. And it was a solid split in there. People were saying some, really? some of the, some people were saying absolutely and others wow. were saying no. Well,
1: my kids are two and three years old. So like I don't at this age, it's hard for me to like be able to justify taking a paddle to them because I feel like they're just starting to navigate the world and figure things out. Yeah, they know right from wrong, but their bodies are just so little that I can't, I just can't imagine it. Maybe when they get older. And they start wilding out and getting crazy. Wilding
0: out, I'll feel different, maybe. Are you wilding out right now? <laughs> Don't make let, me come in there. Let me get my paddle. No, I, I think it's, I think it's a touchy subject, but I also think it was very. I just thought it was interesting from a news stance to see this and read the reactions of people and kind of go through. We have a, a story on that's dot about it, but the, the comments on Twitter and all over the place were just insane. And so it was very, it was very interesting. Um, but I, myself, I, I discipline at home mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I discipline the heck out of, uh, of this, of my, of my children at home, at home. and um, you know, I've, I've taken off a flip-flop <laughs> several times. <laughs> so, but, but that's my job. Right. That's my job. So I just found it very interesting. And I think your deal is your deal, man. You go, you do you. You want to sign it over to the school? Sign it over to the school. You don't? You don't. But parenting is taking place either way.
1: (laughs) It's not that I am against like, you know, per se uh, spanking and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like to imagine my child going into a room on all fours while I'm not there Mm -hmm. and getting paddled by a stranger, it just... It makes me sad.
0: Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see. Why don't we take some callers on this topic? Okay. All right. So let's see. Why don't you call in and you can tell us your thoughts on paddling in schools if you would agree to it or disagree with it and why. And let's kind of figure out. And if you have kids around that age. Right. um middle school or you know or uh, later elementary school or high school or whatever just tell us your thoughts because I do agree with you Tiffany it's got to be hard in the mindset of having a 2 and a 3 year old right to have that thought exactly because I do have a middle schooler
1: right and so you you can imagine
0: I can I can I can imagine because I also taught middle school <laughs> <laughs> There it is. You want to be the one doing the battling to other people's kids. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I taught, uh, I taught history and PE in Mm. middle school. And let me tell you, I just found that out the other day. I'm so surprised. Middle school kids. It's like, they're not even human beings because they're just puberty riddled, emotional basket cases.
1: Really? They
0: are. Wait for puberty. Good
1: times. Yeah. I, thank you.
0: Just wait for puberty. And I know it's so cliche for people to say, oh, just wait. Yeah. But let me tell you, puberty will throw you for a loop. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I think we have a caller. So I think they're going to throw one over to us. Mm-hmm. And oh, let's Oh, that's see.
1: exciting. I'm interested to hear what people think about this because, of course, my knee-jerk reaction is to, like, mama bear pounce and be like, you're not touching my kid. But I could be wrong. You know what I mean? Maybe... Maybe I'm wrong.
0: All right. Well, it looks like we have Kelly from New York, and Kelly should have some interesting things to say. She has four kids. Four. Hello. Good morning, ladies. Hi, Kelly.
1: How are you? Excited. My first day <laughs> on a, the job. I know. Congrats. <laughs> I Thanks. know, right? Well, welcome <laughs> to the
0: show, Kelly. So, what do you think? <clears throat> um, Mine range I have 21,
2: 17, 14, and a nine year old. And mm. there's, and I watch six kids a day. Um, there is no way that another human being should put a, a hand on a child or or a paddle,
3: mm. unless
2: it's, unless you are in a bedroom and you okay it. Like that's that. <laughs> You, right. know,
0: you know what I mean? Right, yeah. right, right, right. Your, your, your oh. child. Oh, oh, Kelly. Wait, oh. I just got it, Kelly. Kelly it, took dirty a- bird. Kelly, it took us a minute. <laughs> Kelly, and I was like, yes, yes, Kelly. I know what you mean. I did not. I did not either. Pardon me. I'm like, okay. I do now. I actually turned in my seat. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, but, but agreed, Kelly. I think that that is a, a good point that you, you kind of own that kid, right?
4: Right, right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. What do you? Th- and and I know Tiffany's on team team yeah. Kelly.
1: I'm team yeah, worry there's, there,
0: there There's no way. I we don't live in a day and age or a country that has
2: corporal punishment. I mean, that's just crazy to me. Okay. I don't. I don't understand
0: it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I found it very interesting. And the knee jerk reaction to all of the interweb was what? Mm-hmm. what are we yeah. doing yeah what year is this but it's
1: already happening i didn't even know about that
0: I, I also didn't know that 19 states still had it on the book so
1: i thought for sure kelly with four kids was going to be like do it please ah. like i thought that's why she was calling right
0: well thank you yeah, kelly it's, it's no problem thank you very much i really appreciate it thanks for uh calling in on the show i i'm so glad i got
1: through uh, Bye, bye all right you
0: have a great day you too guys bye all right. Yeah, let's take another caller. Let's see what let's see what some other people think. But but the, the the Interweb really it was I wouldn't say on the on the internet. It was an even split from from the comments that I was reading.
1: It was more so people
0: against it. Yes, it was.
1: But 33% so far of the parents at the school have signed it.
0: And that was I believe I saw the story on Tuesday. So it'd be interesting to see a follow-up piece to what happened over there in Georgia at this school since the internet took, you know, had a day day with it. And I'm sorry, did we
1: say already what um, age the the kids were that they're looking to do this? Middle school. Middle school.
0: Middle school. So that's anywhere from 12, 12, 13, 14. Okay. Could be 11. Sixth grader could be 11. My sixth grader was 11. So it could very well be. But all right. So we're going to see what uh, the next caller has to say. And kind of go from, go from there. See if we have somebody. I'd like to, I'd like to hear from somebody who would allow a yeah, paddle.
1: Me too. I'd be I interested just to hear their thought process. Cause well, I'm yeah. open.
0: I, oh, I'm absolutely. I think that we should, I think we should hear that. So let's see who's next. Who do we have? All right. We have Kimberly
1: from New Hampshire. She also has four children.
0: Those Northern States have something what in the water.
1: going on up there?
0: Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you guys doing? Hi, Kimberly. Great. How are you, Kimberly? I'm still battling with pneumonia. Oh, you (laughs) poor thing. Uh All right. So tell us, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I'll tell you, I was raised in California,
4: and both my sister and I grew up in a state that allowed paddling. Now, I was paddled once by the principal, who informed me I'm a principal- but I can be your principal. It depends on your actions.
1: No, he didn't.
4: He didn't. <laughs> once. However, you know, it didn't leave any marks or bruises. It was just a swat because I hit another kid in the head with my lunchbox. Oh. But um, my sister, who went to a Christian school, came home with welts and bruises, and she couldn't sit down for two. Like two or three days. Ouch! They, they got in the wrong bus line. <gasps> so, um, and I, I think you know, it depends on the kid, too. Okay. If you know your kid's a little wild and they do stuff like my eldest, that's really inappropriate at school. Mm. Um, you know, call the parent first. Yeah. Let them know how extreme. Their action was to deserve this, but, yeah, I would let them get paddled, and if I knew what the paddling was, just getting down on all fours is a little too much. We used to just have to bend over a chair or the principal's desk, but getting down on all fours, that puts a whole new twist on it.
0: It it was odd. Yeah. You know what, Kimberly, when I read that, I found that part odd, Um, but I've also never been paddled, but... We did have a paddle. There was a paddle in our elementary school. It was hung on the principal's wall.
1: As like a warning?
0: Well, it was just, it was because you used to, I don't, I didn't even check to see if Florida is still one of the states that has it, but I know that you could. When I was in school, you could paddle, you could be paddled, and it did hang on the wall of the the principal's office. So I think, I, I really do think, to each their own. And it's your choice, it's your parenting choice, it's your parenting style. We get to, you know, but I do, I would always, here's the one thing that I'm going to end this segment with. I would always want to be called from the school anytime anything happened with my child, I should be the first to know. Before anything else takes place, you need to call that parent and say, X, Y, and Z took place with your child today. Now we need to have a conversation.
1: Agreed. Right. It's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's the whole thing. Because this whole nonsense of, well, give us consent and we'll take care of it. No, no. You need to call me either way. No matter what, you need to call me. So, yeah.
4: yeah. And goodness, here in New Hampshire, they don't do it. I mean, there's times when my eldest probably should have got whacked for her. Um, he had a girlfriend break up with him and he was actually the morning announcer and gave the you know what's on the lunch menu he did all the announcements in the office and he got up in the middle of class walked into the office turned on the PA system and decided to recite the 10 things i hate about you to his
0: ex-girlfriend oh to the my whole gosh. school i think that's epic <laughs> i think he probably should have been rewarded that was so... And he yeah. actually got cheered on, but the principal
4: made me take him out of school to lead a therapist, and it was okay for him to come back. Oh, I love him. And that it's like, you know, huh, He probably should have got his butt whacked for that one. That, and I had to keep a straight face and not laugh my ass off when I had to go pick him up. Because um, <laughs> she sort of deserved it. Um, but again, you know, I... They did that call, and, you know, there there isn't paddling here in New Hampshire.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. I did take it on my own Yeah, go
4: from there, but I couldn't keep a straight face because it was just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: that is tough. But, well, thank you so much for calling in, Kimberly, and we hope that you have an absolutely fantastic weekend. And thank you, Tiffany. I love
1: you guys both so much. Ah, uh, I you. love you too, Kimberly. Thanks.
0: Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, so I think that's we got we got one of each, we got a for and we got an against. So I right. I'd, I'd say that's that's pretty solid. That's so interesting. Somebody said
1: uh, we should bring the dunce cap back for middle schoolers if we're bringing things back.
0: If we're bringing things back. Yeah. Put
1: them in the corner and embarrass them.
0: Yeah. Well, they do have, at least at my son's school, they have lunch detention where they have to sit at a desk in the corner of the cafeteria Mm. and they can't sit with the other kids when they do something wrong during the lunch period. Interesting. So they're, they're isolated in the sense that they're still in the cafeteria, but they're not allowed to like socialize. Right. And everybody knows that's the detention seat. Oh, that's so a good they, idea. So they do that. Um, oh, okay. Thank you, husband. This, uh, this segment of the show uh, known as parenting crap uh, can really deal with anything that we want to talk about. That's in the realm of parenting. But I thought this week <laughs> we would discuss our kids schedules. <laughs> our, 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 I always say our 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 kids too scheduled are after school and, and extracurricular activities too much for our kids. Now, we're going to have, I think, some different opinions on this because of the ages of our kids. Right. But do you feel like your days are jam packed? And is that your kid's fault?
1: I do feel I. Um like my days are jam packed but it has nothing to do with after school activities. I do have a 7-year-old bonus daughter and that girl has done everything from horseback riding to like synchronized swimming. Um she always wants to try something new and I don't want to stifle that passionate flame of exploring but I'll tell you what like some of the parents in there get really into it and have their kids lined up back to back to back to back with activities. And while I think it's good that they're not sitting at home staring at a TV all day, I also feel like it's a lot. They have, you know, sometimes they should be playing and having idle time because um, they are so scheduled. They go to school, then they go to a thing, then they come home. It's time for homework and dinner and bedtime.
0: What was the last activity she did? Um, She is currently doing piano. Piano. How many days a week is piano? It's only
1: one. But for some reason, I'm like, oh, it's piano day Uh, because you got to sit there for an hour while they do the piano, either in the lobby, talking to other moms who you don't know, trying to do the small talk thing or you're in your car like
0: I would be in the car.
1: I'm whining about one hour a week. I'm dreading when they get older. There's three of them. It's going to be a nightmare.
0: Yeah, well, I can tell you about the nightmare that three is. So right now, let's see, my daughter uh, is nine. She is in gymnastics four nights a week. From 4.30 to 7.45 at night. By the time she has picked up, the poor child eats dinner in the car, mm. comes home, showers, we check homework, and she is in bed by 8.45.
1: Wow. So
0: I get less than an hour with her at night before she goes to bed on those four nights a week because of competitive gymnastics. And when I say competitive... I'm positive that the people at my daughter's gym are selling organs to not only pay for the competition <laughs> leotards and the monthly fees, but they're probably out there. They might even be selling plasma, blood, sperm. <laughs> see, I don't know what they're selling, but they're selling some things because it's outrageous. The price. the pr- Everything about it. I just feel like it's so... Now, I say that in one breath, and the next breath is it's so competitive because that's the that's what it is. It's a competitive level. It is supposed to be at some point like your kids in the Olympics. But Mm. I just don't know that I want to be on board with that. Right.
1: What is it that uh, side note, what is it that you think that parents want their kids in all these activities for? Is it so that they can grow up and become a professional baseball player or whatever the activity is? Or is it to pass time?
0: I you know, that's a good question. We should take a caller and ask. But I think personally, for me, uh, she has been asking for years I t- and I told her no I was like no 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 Number one gymnastics is dangerous you're jumping all over stuff mm-hmm. Number two, it's super expensive. Number three, I will be required to t- put on pants and talk to people. <laughs> And I was just like, there's a lot of reasons not to do this. And this child continued on and on and on. And then Mm. when the Olympics, a couple of years ago, when, when the Olympic, we were watching the Olympics, she's like, mom, just please, mom, just please let me do it. And I tell you what, I put her in there. She's a uh, state vaulter for, for, um, the state of Florida for her age group. And her level. And I was like, I was just trying to stifle her creativity and her love and her passion. Look at me killing, look at me killing spirits.
1: Dream killer.
0: I am the dream. Well, that's my, that's my title at home is dream killer. (laughs) So, so that is a, that is a true story.
1: Yeah. If the kid's passionate about something, I totally understand that. But I know some grandparents who are pushing, I'm not (laughs) speaking from personal experience. Uh, Of course not. You know, they want the kids in all these activities. And I'm like, man, th- you know, did we ask her if this is something that she wants to do? But I can understand if somebody's asking. asking. Um, but I'll never understand the ones where the kids don't want to or they want to stop halfway through. Like they aren't even into it. Well, that's a it. whole
0: other – that's a whole other conversation is do you let them quit once they've started? Right. right? So then there's that. So it's like – because I know at the beginning of every season, I'm always like, if we start, if I pay, if I write mm-hmm. this check, if I write this check <laughs> – you are going to go to every practice and every game and every everything. Um, but right. but yeah, so get, somebody needs to call in and tell us what they think. Do you are you um, an over scheduler? Are you an under scheduler? And if you are an over scheduler, I'm curious, uh, genuinely,
1: like what it is. Is it to keep the child occupied, keep them busy so they're not getting into other things? Or is it something that they want to do? I really am curious for when I get there so I can have some.
0: Right, right. Because I've had my kids do. I've I've done both. I've they've genuinely asked to do something, and then there are times when I've been like, "You should try this." So already, right. my oldest has has taken piano for a couple of years. He just quit, mm. and I'm he's kind of at the age where it's like, "Do I force him?" Because right. he is going to be thirteen, and should I be forcing him at this point to continue with piano? I think he should continue to take it because I like listening to him play. <laughs> right,
1: but if his heart's but not, he in doesn't it, want
0: to do it. Right. I also like his piano teacher. She's a delightful woman. She's a friend of mine. Mm. So it's like we could just go to her house and hang out yeah. and I could listen to them play piano and it was nice. But
1: so he's ruining your dream. He's ruining point. my
0: dream of being a classical pianist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought he was going to be. No, I didn't. I didn't actually think that. But he, he's actually pretty good. And i yeah. so to me, it's like, why wouldn't you want to keep going? You're pretty mm-hmm. good. And he's like, I don't like it. I have no interest.
1: And that's another thing is my bonus daughter changes her mind all the time. Uh-huh. One week she wants uh-huh. to be a drummer. Uh And then the next week she wants to be a ballet artist and then a rock star. So we're, you know, I'm following her around trying to explore these avenues. But um, if I ride it out for a week, then we can save some money when she changes her mind again. Or at least
0: find a coupon code for something. (laughs) All right. We've got Monica who lives in Canada and she has three kids. Hello, Monica. Oh my god. Hi guys. I'm so excited. Uh, oh, my god. hi Monica. I was to call
4: in and I couldn't. You're
2: <laughs> here. You're
0: in. What part of Canada are you in? Um, I'm actually close to Niagara Falls, St. Catharines. Oh, okay. North. We were just there last summer. We saw the falls. It was, it was beautiful. How nice. It was. It was. We (laughs) took a family trip. I had a conference up there and I tell you what, I had never in my life seen the falls. And I said, if I'm going to see the falls, the kids are going to see the falls. And it was a blast.
5: Yeah. I like it there actually. Been there way too many times.
0: (laughs) I bet when you live there, it's kind of like, yeah, those are the falls. Mm -hmm. It's not that impressive. Oh yeah. (laughs) So tell us, are you an over scheduler or an under scheduler?
5: Um, currently, um, neither. (laughs) Well, I was, um, my daughter, I have three kids, so she's uh, 12 and the other one's seven. And now I have a two year old, 22 months old. Hmm. So the oldest was the overscheduled child. Um, first it was soccer and gymnastics. Um, but to be honest with you, um, I think it was more hard on her afterwards, you know, just like how you said about your daughter with gymnastics, mm-hmm. um, the time frame, basically, you know, no time for us kind of thing. And then there's schoolwork. And then now at the age, there's too much um, schoolwork going on. So they have literally no time for themselves. So we basically, my husband and I just asked her, what would you like to do? Because she actually ended up losing interest in the gymnastics and in the soccer And so I think it was just too much for her. But just I agree with um, Tiffany when she said um, uh, when, you know, there's talent involved, then I think it's okay. But then it was my middle child. We gave her the options. And then so one point she was just in gymnastics. The other point she was in dance class. And then but it was just one um, activity at a time. Yeah. And then not with my son, he's just well, too young and all over the place.
0: <laughs> right. Mm. But I think that's part of it too, is they can only, uh, there's only time to do one thing. Right. Like at yeah. one time. Right. Like that's my whole thing. And when you have three kids, you're doing one with each of them and they overlap. And that's where it starts to get mm. a little hairy and a little crazy. But thank you for calling in, Monica. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, and it, oh, I Chris feel you. Over,
5: over. Okay, thank you. Can I just add one more thing?
0: Oh, go for it.
5: (laughs) Um, Tiffany, I want to say to you that I am literally in the same shoes as you. Um, Not the exact, but I was there, and watching your videos and everything like that makes me feel like a human. (laughs) So I really want to thank you for all this. Um, Like I've battled addiction for about maybe two, three years. I am a year and a bit um, clean right now. (laughs) And... Um, so Congratulations. you make everything possible and you make, even my husband watches the videos and you make everything just uh,
1: realistic, <laughs> you know, that makes my heart <laughs> so happy. You Thank month. you so much, Monica. I really appreciate it.
5: Okay. I'm so Thank proud you. of you. Maybe one day I will be in Sarasota. <laughs> yes.
1: Then we'll have to meet and hang out.
5: Oh, yeah. I think my children and yours will fit in perfectly.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much for the compliment. I hope you have an amazing day.
5: Thank you, Tiff. Thanks, Meredith.
0: Bye, Monica. Bye. Bye. Isn't that that just so, so so sweet? Just gives you the warm fuzzies.
1: Yes. When she said she was in my same shoes, I was like,
0: oh, the ones from Target. We are just talking about this. (laughs) We have those.
1: We have Meredith and I have the same shoes.
0: Anyway. But yeah, but that is that. But that's the other other part of this that I love is that we get to call and talk with all of these amazing people on this podcast that literally just we're all connected.
1: I love it so much. We're all
0: connected. We have a lot of mutual audience, like I would, members, I would, yeah, I, th- I would think so. I would think so. Yes, yes. Um, Christina is saying from the feed, from the from the live stream, is saying, "I think kids are way too overscheduled this, these days." So I think there is, I think, I think it became a habit a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the trendy thing to do to right. have your kids in like origami lessons <laughs> and man teach them Mandarin Chinese. And then you go to soccer and then you go to right. pickleball and then right. you go to like how to serve high English tea or whatever other <laughs> nonsense. And it's like, who really needs to do these things? Right. right. So that, you know, then there's a parent like me who I get the, I get the email from the soccer team and it's a rec recreational, meaning this is not com- competitive. And they say, thank you so much for signing up your son, Brian, who is eight years old. Um, Our season has now gone to a full year, meaning there is a nine-month season of games and and practices. And I was like, no, I will pay for the whole thing, but we will be quitting halfway through the season. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like not a – it's not a conversation. Right. Like I'm just going to introduce myself to the coach and say, hi – We'll be here for three and a half months. Yeah. Then we're going to quit. Like that's the exact conversation I'm going to have with him or her. At least he'll be prepared. I
1: feel like that's extreme. That's a long commitment.
0: It, it's excessively long. There's absolutely no way that I am doing that. Yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, it's recreational. It's not
1: like they're traveling the globe and competing with other countries. The globe trotters. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not good at commitment in general. So to lock myself down for that long terrifies me.
0: So let's take another caller. But this caller, Mm -hmm. I want them to ask this. This is the question that I want you to answer for me. This next caller. Is it okay to let your child quit Mm. during an activity like you've signed them up? You've paid the money. Do you make them stick Do you make them stick it out to learn a lesson? Or do you let them quit? So I want a caller who's going to give me that answer. What do you think, Tiffany? Can they quit once they've started? Um, I think it's important to talk to them and find out
1: like what it is behind the idea of quitting um, before just telling them no or yes. And I would probably urge them to continue. But if there was some unknown reason, something crazy was going on. Um, But some of the people in um, have been saying that Grades have a lot to do with it. So if the kid has an activity that they're interested in and their grades are good, then they let them in and uh, do the activity. Mm -hmm. But if their grades drop, then they take them out Mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if the kid's grades are being affected by the activity because they're tired or it's too much, then I would take them out if they wanted to.
0: Right, right. And I do think you're correct with saying, hey, you know, why do you want to quit? Like, what's the problem? And what if it's like, well, the coach smells? right then it's like too bad well yeah well people some people smell so you're gonna have to go to practice right you know but all right we've got stephanie from utah three kids one on the way Aww. this is this has been like oh, the God. show of forbies no we need to be
1: careful You,
0: I, i'm fixed <laughs> girl. all right so welcome stephanie hi hey stephanie
6: hey so i am the under scheduler i don't do any of the the different activities my son is in trumpet at school he's middle school he's 13 Mm -hmm. and so we do that because he can do it in school and we have a couple concerts a year but it's just too much for me to try and get to all the activities um I mean if they showed interest in something that they really really loved I might do it but my kids just don't really they're not really caring about doing any of that stuff so I just haven't really gotten into doing activities like that
0: so what do you think am i wrong for am i wrong for for telling the coach that i would i would i'm gonna have my kid quit halfway through the season because we don't want to participate anymore or you're on my side
6: yeah i'm pretty much on your side that's yes. way too long to be to be doing soccer and things like that i think it they get burnt out if they're doing it all the time right and so um But, I mean, I had a conversation not that long ago with my older sister. She has a daughter who's super-duper talented. She sings, she dances, she does theater. They have a class in school where they do musical theater. And it's pretty strenuous, but it's not too bad. And then there's also the stage, like, stagehand class, but you have to pay, like, $200 to do it. And the only kids who get the really good parts in the play is – the kids that are in stage and so she asked her daughter she's like do you want to do this and her daughter was reluctant because she's like I don't want to spend the $200 because it's too much money mom and all this stuff and she's like well if you really wanted to do it I'll find the money and we'll do it, it and she said you know no I don't really want to do that if you want we can do I can do the musical theater and then we can do like My sister suggested she'd find a community theater in the area Mm -hmm. to do it with. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's true. That's true because there are a lot, even our tiny little town has community theater. And you can go Mm -hmm. there and do those types of things because you better bet your bottom dollar I've thought about it. (laughs) Go out there and do some community theater. Here's the thing. I can't remember lines, so Mm. they're not going to let me in a play. (laughs) But, But I'm just saying I agree with that. There are ways around um, finding activities that are so expensive, right? As well, you can mm-hmm. find other things to do. Uh, that, Throw them
1: in the backyard and lock the door.
0: Correct. Is my activity of choice. <laughs> I need you to leave and not come back until I've regained some sanity. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Is I think. I, sorry. Go ahead.
6: I think it's uh, it depends on the kid's personality. Like you said, I have a nephew super talented. he's musical instruments does all of these different things, but I find that it just seems like parents right now are way overboard with it. They cheerleading and music and all of these things like let your kids be kids, you know?
0: I agree. I agree. Your kids need to be kids. And that's what I'm struggling with with my daughter because she's Mm -hmm. nine and she's in gym four nights a week and I don't see her as often as I should be seeing her. She's my 9-year-old mm. and um, her math grade has dropped a bit. So mm. we've we've had to spend a lot of extra time working on homework and and going over you know, going. we literally go over homework assignments at night and then again in the morning in the car mm. because we're that short yeah. on time. And that bothers me and we've had several conversations but the moment I say to her, let's scale it back to two days, she breaks down into oh. just tears and she oh, becomes a puddle. And I so can hard. see how much she loves it but also as a parent i'm stressed like right. this is a lot for a kid your age and your mental mm. capacity it's, like yeah how many how many nervous breakdowns do you have a day tiff 40 ish yeah that's what i'm saying it's like i have a lot mm-hmm. yeah. so like i can't imagine being nine and dealing with that right. kind of stress you yeah. know I don't yeah, know. I well, totally agree. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, yeah thank you. you. I'm glad I got through. All right, well you have a great rest of your weekend. Or wait, we didn't even start thank that you. yet. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what Thanks. year is bye. it? I, bye. bye. <laughs> I know what year is it. What day is it? What is what is happening right now in this universe that we live in? I feel like I spend enough time in my car
1: as it is. Like I live in my car. I'm always running around. So I'm I'm not trying to Add to it by adding more activities to it.
0: Yeah, what's your average time in the in the parent pickup line? What would you guess? Seven hours, probably a day. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just kidding.
1: Um, it's about an hour probably from when you get in there and get out. But it's gotten better. They put some like special lifty bars up that allows people to go through and oh, different secret tunnels. Secret. It, it has gotten better. but So
0: you go into the catacombs and you hang a left yep. and then it's like oh there's the toll. Exactly. Yeah. No I, I myself am the same. I get into the parent pickup line and I'm probably in there a good solid 40 minutes mm. and then I have to drive to the other school because they're in two schools oh. and I pick them up and then I have to drive and drop another kid off and then I you know blah blah blah, blah. but it's like forever. By the time I leave the house and then get home it's like it's Thursday it's like what happened yes I know and my car is such a disaster mm. and I always feel bad when you have to open the door and there's so a teacher awkward. standing oh, there gosh.
1: I make an excuse every time I'm like this just happened this morning it's, it's crazy stuff usually it's clean it's I know exactly what you're talking about stuff falls out yeah onto the floor bottles and dirty diapers.
0: I mean, honestly, though, like last, a couple of weeks ago, we opened the door and the, and the teacher audibly gasped. No. <laughs> there was an audible gasp <laughs> from this man's lips. I, he went to say good morning and he was like, good. <laughs> <sighs> and I just looked back and I looked at my husband and I was like, shut the door, shut the door, shut the, shut the, the door. Out of here. Do it faster. <laughs> he is looking at our mess. I was so embarrassed. And he then he looked at me and like locked eyes and just was like, should I report her? I know. Like, I don't know
1: what I'm supposed to do. He's right like, now. blink twice if you're in danger right. to your
0: kid. Right. And it's like, it's just that we live in the minivan. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's a lot of crap. Like, what do you want me to do? What do you want from me? You know? Yep. Really? It's like, this is all I have to offer, you know? And then I'm screaming to the kids, tuck, roll, get out now. Yeah. <laughs> faster. Go faster. Yep. All right.
1: So, okay. So, um, we're going to switch gears. Love and Marriage is brought to you by Tiffany and Meredith because clearly we're both spectacular wives.
0: <laughs> Obviously,
1: we are experts on this subject of marriage. So, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I don't, I, I would clear, clearly I'm an expert. Yeah. Clearly, I. I'm staring at my (laughs) husband. Why does he just roll his eyes? I'm staring at my husband as we say this here in Studio G. Yes. It's It's, a nice setup. It's a nice setup here in Studio G. But I am obviously an expert because I've been married. It'll be 15 years next month. Mm. But I have known my husband longer than I've not known my husband. Wow. In my years of, of being alive on earth, I mean.
1: Wow. And you guys are together
0: almost all day every day the time yeah. can i emphasize that <laughs> yeah. any louder on this podcast we are together all of the time
1: yeah i mean i'm surprised that you guys do get along the way you do because <laughs> i would we wouldn't even be able to look at each other how long have you been married um it'll be 5 years in february 5 years yeah that's, But that's a good chunk of time. Yeah. But we, we're not together nearly as much as you. In fact, it's the opposite. We don't really see each other too much, which is both good and bad for many reasons.
0: Like ships passing in the night. Yeah. That's so cliche. Okay. So, <laughs> so but but let's talk this segment. Let's talk this segment about something that people always ask me about. People come to my page and they ask me all the time. They say, Meredith, you are so freaking smart. <laughs> That's how they start off their messages every time they message my page. (laughs) They're like, we think, obviously, because there's groups of them that message me. So it's, we think (laughs) you're so incredibly talented and smart. How do you keep your marriage spicy? How Mm. do you keep the sheets hot and heavy? Okay, that is graphic. (laughs) (laughs) That is what they ask me. I didn't make that question up for this podcast at all. These are the messages I get. So I ask, I'm asking the audience. I'm asking you. Look at how red my face is getting. What are you red for? Listen,
1: I usually don't talk about this stuff, but I'm glad that I'm doing this podcast because I feel like I'm going to be able to more. I feel better about it. Well,
0: let's, let's break it down. Let's talk about the nookie. Oh. So. How, how do you bring back the spite? Like, because if you are ships passing in the night, mm-hmm. right. Or even if you're just a couple who's literally together 24 hours a day, like we are, it, ha- you have to make it interesting. So my question is that I'm going to pose to the audience. They can call in or, or to, you know, obviously to you mm-hmm. is, uh, ha- when you are so busy, like we are, what do you do? Spontaneity is probably gone. At least in our marriage, it is <laughs> because there's three kids. Yeah um and you've been together forever so do you schedule it because there are some people who are like you can't schedule sex you can't do that mm-hmm. if you schedule it then it's not romantic tr- meaningful time so my you know my question is do you schedule it do you say do you know in your brain it's been a couple of days he's probably going to ask <laughs> like what's your thought process um well for me
1: it isn't so much as like time. It's more so like energy. And Mm -hmm. I'm at this in this season right now, I think because of the ages of my children and because of work and things like that, like we're both so tired all the time that by the time it's bedtime, we're both totally cool. Like, you know, when you get hints when one or the other wants something to happen, right? Those hints are not happening. At all. We're, okay. In fact, it's like cold shoulder, both of us. See you in the morning. Love you. I say, okay, I love you. Good night really quickly <laughs> so that there's no room for like <laughs> insinuation. Um, but I worry about that too, on the other hand. But I keep telling myself when the kids are older, when this season passes, so I'm not good at being spontaneous.
0: Well, let me reassure you from somebody who's already been in that in and out of that season. Totally normal. Okay, good. Completely normal. There were times where we, you know, cobwebs probably (laughs) probably grew in places because it was like you just were too tired. Right. Like, don't if you look at me, the anger and rage in my soul could have (laughs) overpowered that man into and it was tough. Because I think, like, his his urges and needs were not being met, and right. he was getting a little frustrated with me. And so that's when I started picking up on the fact that we have to have a conversation about this. But let's talk with Erica from oh, West yeah. Virginia and see what she thinks. Hi, Erica. Hi, guys. Hey. It's me again. All right, so tell me, what do you think? Schedule it, don't schedule it. How do you keep it spicy?
3: Well, I think when your kids are younger, now that ours are 18, 21, and 26, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. <laughs> but when they were little and all home, you, you, it, and you had two working parents, you had to schedule it or it was never going to happen. Right,
0: mm-hmm. as so, my husband used to say, "Pencil it in the book." There <laughs> we. I was waiting for somebody to say that. I'm glad it was the first caller. <laughs> so my husband's <laughs> remark would always be, "Can you schedule it for tonight?" He would he would physically say to me. Can you schedule it in, like he, and early in the day, because he was like really hoping, like mm-hmm. is it gonna happen tonight? Are we putting this in pencil or pen? Right, pencil. <laughs> so you can erase in case
1: <laughs> things change because who knows what'll happen between then and bedtime.
0: Right. But I think you're but but I I hear and agree with you Erica because for us it's been it's been something where it's like we got to schedule this in. We got to make time for this because I I could see that I was frustrating him and I knew. Now, mind you, it, it is tough with toddlers. And so I don't think I even picked up on that or acknowledged that until my kids were my youngest was probably 4. Wow. That's my, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like I ignored him for years. <laughs> for me, he just 10. 10, he said <laughs> 10 years. I ignored him for 10 years. For
1: me though, like my husband's not giving me hints either. You know what I mean? It's not like he's trying and I'm turning him down. Mm-hmm. It's like both of us just like look at each other and we're like, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm not going to shower then. That's fine. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Type situation.
0: Well, and, and you're on the same page then. Yeah. And I think that's great. Whereas in ours, it was a two, it was a Two, two, two totally different things yeah but but I but I I feel that I remember the season vividly and that's tough so I agree with Erica I think sometimes scheduling has to happen but I also like that you're telling me
1: yeah there's hope
0: there's and not only that (laughs) but like you're doing it on a kitchen table dirty bird aren't you there
3: (laughs) (coughs) well no because Just like everybody else, your dining room table just catches all the crap as the kids Ah! come up to sit and never really see it.
0: (laughs) So Erica's thought about it, but she's like, can't do it on the crap collector. So over to the couch. Or the doormat. I don't care where you're doing it, Erica, but I'm glad you're doing it, and I'm glad that your kids are pretty much grown and you've got some creativity back in there and uh, can do, you know, your thing.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, I think part of this, too, is in a relationship it, it, it's funny as we want to make it and sound or, or it's just the guy saying you know he doesn't get any you know mm-hmm. it's actually part of your marriage and any counselor will tell you that the sexual aspect is important to the marriage it's not about the just the physical act it's about the two of you your emotional connection and on and on
0: that yeah. makes sense yep I agree well thank you for calling in
3: alright talk to you next time
0: bye alright bye So, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I have to, I agree. And I've been there. I've been there time and time again, but I've also, we've been to, um, couples retreats and I remember at this couples retreat that we went to, I was pregnant at the time with my second child. I remember the woman who was giving the talk and she said, no matter what ladies, you have to remember to always put your husband before your children. I heard that. And I, and I looked at her and I said, Blasphemy. I have little kids who Mm -hmm. physically can't take care of themselves. It's my job to take care of them. Why on earth should he come first? And it angered me actually because I thought stupid. Right. You forget though. You forget. And And then I realized after years how right this woman was because we had to be On the same page Mm -hmm. in order to take care of the rest of the household, whether it was the kids or things that were going on and sex. I always joke because my husband's love language, you know how they're like is giving or gifts or what mine husband's love language is sex. (laughs) That's his love. He's just like, let me give you the sex. You're going to feel better. Wow. You're going to love me more. And I'm going to be happy, but this is my, it's basically like, you know, most people when they admit to things are like, my love language is holding hands right. because it's so comforting to people. My husband is just like, nope, it's penis. I have sex for you. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, maybe that's not your love language. And maybe you just want to have sex. And he like single hand, he's like, no, that's my gift to you. That's my gift to you. You are welcome. You. Oh, don't get me started on that because every <laughs> night after that, I get a, you're welcome. Wow. Wow, is right. How many heads just exploded out there on the interweb? Listen, You're I think welcome. it's great that after all this time,
1: he still wants to do it with you. Uh,
0: yes, I agree. And I always take a lot of flack when I do a video. About um, how I need to be more sensitive to my husband's wants and needs. Don't worry, guys; I, he's taken care of. <laughs> right? These are jokes. This is satire. This is comedy. These are for laughs. Mm-hmm. And it is something that is happening in marriages across the globe. But I like to joke about stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So let's take another caller, and let's and you tell me: Is there something specific? You don't have to. Uh, let's not be too specific, mm. unless you don't want your business all over the uh, all over the internet. Uh, but what do you do to keep it spicy? I have seen I love um The Modern Family, the show The Modern Family. Yeah. And I love that um the couple on there, uh Claire and Phil dumpy Yes, my fave. They will on Valentine's Day every year, they pretend to be other people and I they meet up at that. a bar. Yeah. And they have personas and they go, "I've never done anything like that." Mm. I think it looks so fun, but I don't know that we could keep a straight face when looking to each other. Ugh. It makes me so uncomfortable. Could you do that? I couldn't. I'm I'm weird about it. And you know what I think
1: also plays a huge part in our, you know, lack of at the moment is the way I feel about myself.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I am, you know, when you have kids and stuff and you gain weight and your stomach gets stretched out and you're tired and you don't get dressed up as much, it's hard to feel sexy. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, I don't feel attractive. I don't exude any attractive energy. So that's something that I would like to try to work on as well. Like I bought this corset off Mm -hmm. Amazon thinking Mm -hmm. if I could just hide this spot, um, I will feel better about the rest of it and maybe be more open to the idea of getting down Charlie Brown. But now it's like lights off. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel at my best at the moment. So I think that affects it. All right. We have Tabitha from Idaho who has three children. Hi, Tabitha.
0: Hi Meredith. Hi. Hi. So tell us, what do you do? Keeping it spicy? Um,
2: my husband is the same as Meredith's husband. (laughs) Every time we watch videos, he is his love language is sex. (laughs) Everything is sex. (laughs) And that's he's the same way. You're you're welcome. This will
0: make you feel better. I have something for that. You have a cough. I have something for that. You have a rat. Oh wait, no, not a rat. No, rash. not a rat. <laughs> but I agree with you big time, and that's that can be tough because you feel like, all right, can we? Can we? Because I always say, do you want to cuddle?
1: Oh, like
0: do you want to cuddle? Do you want to just maybe sit here and cuddle? Like we could just lay t- next to each other. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, what's on my back? Stop! 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 <laughs> yeah. But they're,
3: they're cuddling,
0: like or or he'll say to me, I'll give you a back rub.
1: Mm, it's never just a back
0: rub that's the it's never it's usually yes. fr- and then i'll get the joke i'll say to him you're rubbing my front that's not my back and he'll say i couldn't tell the difference how sweet is he? oh no he didn't yeah he did yeah he did but yeah, yeah. so
2: I. my th- husband always says i was complaining the other day i got a cold and he's like i got something that'll make you better i got some stuff that'll <laughs> that'll um loosen up your throat make your throat oh, feel better I'm like no no totally. no oh. yeah he literally bugged me all day long he's like uh, how, how are you feeling how about now is I, it weird? How I how am sick
0: I know uh, no. how about now do you need a lozenge yeah what can I do for yeah. you I think yeah you get. oh my god.
1: okay so you have three kids what are what? you in the season of not having time to do that or do you guys make time
2: um yeah, no, I have to make time. <laughs> I, so I, yeah, because I'm definitely in the season for me yeah. where it would be because I have um, a five year old, a three year old, and a 19 month old. Okay, See? so um, it's it's just whenever. Like, I will, sometimes we just literally lock the kids out <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> because
2: yeah. I don't yeah. like to do it at bedtime. I wanna to go to bed. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. So I tell him I'm like, you have to catch me at some point during the day or it's not happening. <laughs>
0: I agree though. I am a fan of afternoon delight. Are you? Yeah, yep. and I'll even yep. on a Sunday afternoon, if there's like if it's like, hey, five three let's be honest, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes right? is all I yeah, need. Exactly. When you do yep. it properly, three I don't need romance. It's, I don't need I don't need yeah, roses. No. Chocolate strawberries wouldn't hurt, but I'm saying three minutes when you know what you're doing is all you need and lock the door. And, but see, you can't do that yet, Tiffany, because if you lock the door, your kids will burn your house down. Yes. Lives are in danger. Correct.
1: In the (laughs) afternoon, it's so bright out. It's so bright. I can't.
0: (laughs) You need blackout curtains. Call it a day. I'm just saying, because I agree with Tabitha. I don't want to do it before bed. Like leave me alone before bed. Or catch yep. me in the morning before the day starts because then I know I get to go to bed the next night with, without being bothered. Yeah. The morning, yep. sure, why not?
1: You can't even look at me in the morning, let alone put anything near me. <laughs> what is that on your shoulder? <laughs> yeah, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I haven't had my coffee,
0: uh, eh, All right, all right. Well, wow. thanks for calling, Tabitha. Thank you. Bye, guys. Have Bye, a great Tabitha. Tabitha. Bye. You too. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think you don't. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Tiffany. Yes,
1: give me some advice.
0: I'm going to say to you that I have been you, I have been in that spot. I have had that just utter exhaustion mm-hmm. for that activity. Don't feel like you're the only one. You're not. It's just something that happens Mm -hmm. because you just are emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted, mentally exhausted. Your kids are on you, need you. Mm -hmm. Just, I think when I was in that stage, I remember just thinking, if one more person tries to touch me,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'll blow a gasket. So don't think that that's abnormal. I did. And I used to try to explain to my husband, like, I need you to understand how I feel. Like, somebody is always trying to be in an orifice of mine. Yes, And I don't. I don't want you in an orifice right right this moment. So I think it takes time to kind of have that conversation. And it sounds like your husband is just as tired. Yeah. And so that's a blessing. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that's what it is. (laughs) Of course, that's what it is. So (laughs) I think it's just, it it is, it's overwhelming. Plus you you have your own business, Mm -hmm. which just amplifies it. I did not have that. I was working outside the home, but I didn't have the business that you're running right. when I had a two and a three-year-old. Right. So I can't even imagine in that sense. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that. You guys are doing good. It is just – it's it's. I think it's good that we talk about this because there are so many women out there who are also saying – oh, that's how I feel right. and I, I'm i worrying and blah, blah, I, You know what I just say? My only advice would be just have open communication about it. Yes. Just be honest with each other about it and just say, hey, how are you feeling? Right. Are you, you know, are you wanting to do it? And like you just haven't mentioned it because you see how tired I am. Right. or And as long as you have that conversation and that dialogue, because that's something that we weren't having. I was not telling him that
1: that's good advice. Cause I I am, I'm afraid of rejection. Mm. So I'm afraid if I were to try to make a move and he's tired that I would, I would feel foolish. So I kind of wait for him and then he doesn't because he's so tired. So I just, it's just like become this thing now where it's, it's a surprise if it yeah. happens. <laughs> and it wasn't like that in the beginning. Clearly. I mean, I, you know, I got pregnant after only dating him for two months.
0: Oh, so. I didn't know it was that soon. It
1: was, yeah, it was the first time we ever, um, No. Ever. Yeah. And I know that for a fact because I was I only spent the night with him one time and then two weeks later I was pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fertile myrtle. Maybe that's what it is. Secretly I'm terrified of having another child.
0: Uh, And are you open to that?
1: No. No. Oh. Not even a little.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: I mean no offense. Is is
0: anybody fixed?
1: No. (gasps) I've been trying to tell him. We have Of doctor offering free services, but he's so scared. And with women, there's so much more that goes into that procedure. And I tried to explain, I'm like, you just put some, um, ice packs on your boys and you could be back to work on Monday.
0: So I had the same conversation with my husband and he demanded that I get my tubes tied (laughs) because he said to me, he said, what if I'm in there and they clip something they shouldn't. And I can never pleasure you the way you deserve to be pleasured again. I mean, dang. And he said to me, no one on this earth would ever be okay in their lives if my penis doesn't work properly.
1: He These, loves that thing.
0: He does. That is Jeez. This is. And I said to him, you realize I have to go to a hospital, go under anesthesia. Right. Have them go into my organs. Right. Tie things, burn things, scorch earth. And then I have to like, I have to have a like six week recovery period. Right. And he goes, that's okay. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> I'm willing. He said, I'm willing. I'm willing to let you tie your tubes wow. is what he said to me. What a
1: what a nice guy.
0: Isn't he a blessing?
1: That's so funny. And then when I threaten him. I'm like, Hey, you're going to have to take care of the kids while I recover. He's like, well, hold up, hold on. We'll talk, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah. But I think I, I do think that a vasectomy is a much easier, uh, procedure for a man to go through than a woman for, and, and I had my tubes tied the day before Thanksgiving and then I had to cook. Oh, for the entire family, no. and I was like, I, the whole time I was making that turkey, I was like, I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate his face. You're I hate so, his body. So, I hate his penis. <laughs>
1: You're stuffing the yes. turkey like punching. I
0: was. I was, I was. I was. I think I called the turkey Dave, and I hit it with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time, I was like, I hate my husband. Oh man, but yeah, but you did, did it. it. Good I for di- you. I did it because I knew I couldn't have any more babies. Right. From my vaginal cavity, I meant. I mean, like, well, I've always talked about maybe adopting <gasps> in the future. Me too. But I just cannot birth another thing from my body. I was bad I at being pregnant, but that's another show. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, well, that's a topic yeah. for another day. But so, let's see. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Where are you socially? Um, I am on... Basically,
1: you could just Google juggling the Jenkins and find me because I... It's the same all across the board. Instagram, YouTube, um, I do not have the Twitter. It's <laughs> Your too much. Twitter is broken. I had it for 11 minutes and 11. I gave up. So right. Facebook, Instagram and YouTubes juggling the Jenkins. Mm,
0: yes. and I'm assuming you have a website because I've been there. What is that?: I do
1: Www juggling the jenkins.com
0: very good and you can find me over on facebook and the twitter which i'm very bad at <laughs> i'm a bad twitterer but i am over there at twitter and uh, pinterest youtube instagram and that's thatsinappropriate.com. you can also follow right here on the that's an appropriate parents page on facebook where we do the uh, Take It or Leave It podcast each and every week. Episodes are downloadable uh, on Sundays. And we, if you subscribe, you will get them directly to your subscribe box. I don't know if that's the right. <laughs> Is that way a to thing? No, I don't know. I lie a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So join us for another episode of Take It
1: or Leave It, an advice ish show hosted by two struggling moms
0: who have no idea what we're doing. So we'll do it together.
1: Yes. How exciting.
0: All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for spending some time with us and our questionable advice. You can download this podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. You can find me over at thatsinappropriate.com on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find me at JugglingTheJenkins.com. Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. We have no idea what we're doing, so we'll do Do it it together. together.